Hi guys. Hi semua. Hello hello hello. Now you are listening to Sasaran Podcast. Kini anda sedang mendengar podcast Sasaran. Special to you by S3 edition of Sasaran. Dibawakan khas oleh Sasaran edisi ke-83. Enjoy. Selamat mendengar. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to Sasaran Podcast, a student project of a news organization run by Part 5 journalism students in the University Technology Mara UITM, Shah Alam. So wherever you are in the world, we wish you a very good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and I hope you guys are all staying safe during this pandemic. Yes. So before we dive into our topic of discussion today, allow me to introduce the host. I am Amiri Fahmi and my partner. Hi, I'm Kisina Zainal. And before we start, we'll just give the listeners a little bit of a background of Uh, Sasaran, the news project. So, uh, Sasaran uh, is a news organization, as I've mentioned earlier, headed by Part 5 journalism students, in which we, uh, Kisina and I, are also involved in. And the project focuses solely on issues regarding journalism, the future on journalism, career in journalism, and so forth. However, for today, we are going to divert ourselves a little bit outside of the journalism scope. Mm-hmm. and venture into the relationship between being a student in the media and communication field and also being a student athlete. Yeah. So, first and foremost, we're going to start off with a few stigmas that surround our topic today and also some of the misconceptions that mass communication students experience in general. Now, there was an article released in 2018 by EduAdvisor, where it listed five misconceptions that mass communication students always face. First one saying that mass communication students, they just want to take it for, to become actors, uh, they're extroverts, uh, it's a pointless course, and the assignments are easy, are easy. But one point that is going to be very relevant to our topic today is that mass communication students or mass communication, the course itself, is for the lazy and less smart kids. So that is a stigma in itself for mass communication students and of course for those who are willing or are going to take sports, sports in general. So what do you think about that stigma itself? Yeah, I think um, um, there's sort of two different stigmas that surrounds um, our topic today. One is from the stigma coming from the athlete side and also the stigma coming from Um, mass communication side as well mm-hmm. and like um, the, the article mentioned that the misconception is that mass communication is for the lazy and less smart kids so I think um, from there student athletes who tend to um, who are planning to go into a higher education tend to think that oh mass communication is not for them and Also, the article mentions that uh, mass communication um, students only want to be famous actors and actresses. And I think um, a lot of student athletes, they always tend to have that sort of mentality towards uh, mass communication students. So they don't really try to venture into that course. Um, and also another stigma I would say that surrounds our topic is that It comes um, from mass communication side as well because um, 
for my uh, for myself um, when I first came when when I first came into um, journalism, a lot of people didn't really expect me to be an athlete because it's something that they feel is not normal like something that they don't yeah they don't see that often so they would always be surprised and i always um i try to tell myself to not be shocked at it but every time it just sort of takes me aback as well because i don't think it's something weird i think it should be something that yeah i think it's something that uh people should be open to because Um, sports is not just um, for like student athletes should not just be taking up sports, sports courses. related courses. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I think um, I know for you, Fami, you also play sports like football. Like, yeah. um, do you have like some experiences that you've experienced um, so yeah. far? With, like, yep. Before I answer that question, uh, for all the listeners out there, um, um, us too, we to engage yourself in sports. I uh, play football uh, very competitive, competitively outside of your ATM and also in your ATM. And, and for you, Casino, of course, you have gone to levels that are, uh, you know, national levels, which is pretty, not pretty good, it's very good. So, of course, coming from, I mean, from your, from your perspective, uh, okay, I'm not going to answer your question, I'm going to ask your question. Yes, that okay. is a stigma that I have encountered before. Um, whenever mascom team, uh, football team, they want to set up a friendly against other teams, um, they will always underestimate mascom teams. They'll probably be like, uh, which, which team are you from? Or oh, mascom? It's going to be an easy game because, yeah, that's, that's a stigma because they think that mascom players, right. mascom students cannot function in sports. So mm-hmm. definitely that's, that's a stigma. That, that there is a stigma out there about MASCOM students becoming athletes. And of course, you yeah, have I think ex- so. experienced it. Have you experienced it like when you were on the national levels, you know, when you had to introduce yourself? Um, uh, yeah, um, I remembered um, for a while because I was in the team for quite some time. And... Um, since I was the only one who was doing mass communication because like uh, the other teammates that I had who were student athletes were doing sports. Mm. Um, it was really, um, it was something that they would also be like, how do you do it? Like, and they would also ask me questions like, why mascom? Like, why, mascom? why don't you just choose sports science or sports management? <laughs> and the question that I always ask them is why not mass yeah. communication? <laughs> You know, because it's because um, I feel that like a lot of people don't really know how big it is, how big mass communication is. Yeah, and I think um, for now, uh, since I'm also representing UITM, I have I've had moments where um, even my like managers uh, that uh, manage the sports team will always be uh, weirded, uh, not weirded out, but always just uh, because whenever we register for sports. Um, we have to like give in our course codes. So mm. most of my teammates are all um, SR and um, SR is Sukan Rekreasi. And for, yeah. for us, mass communication students, we're MCA, MC, yeah. So um, they will always be like, oh, MC. And then they'll ask you what course. And it's always something that I feel sort of negative around it, but I don't really... 
mind that much anymore nowadays. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that stigma is so strong that I have a lot. I have a few friends, quite a few number of friends in Mascom, so who can who are actually good, you know. And they play sports outside of of Mascom. You know, some of them come from my school. I know that they play football at my school. But when they come to Mascom, and I've asked them, one of them, why aren't you playing it uh, for the Mascom team? And they feel like uh, I don't want maybe because uh, it's it's you know maybe that stigma is it's there and probably they're scared mm-hmm. to be present Mascom because of that stigma. So yeah, true. Is a a perception I think that we should change because I think you know in my football team outside of Mescom the number of people that don't take um, sports related study courses are the number of them some even my coach is actually a uh, psych- he studied psychology so you know that's that's does it you don't really have to dive in and do anything that's sport related you know you can also go into social sciences study yeah yeah because there's a lot of possibilities and I think that a student athletes should actually try and venture yeah. into other courses, especially media courses, because we've got a lot of different types of majoring. Exactly. You know, we've yeah. got public relations, broadcasting. It's really interesting once you get to uh, join and see how it is like in the media and communication field. Yeah, like you just... Uh, made- but yeah, we'll be talking... Oh, sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like you just mentioned just now, you know. Um, I think when you take mescom, people will ask you, "Oh, you want to become an artist?" You know, that's the I guess on a bigger scale, people think that mass communication is trying to become an artist, but it's actually bigger than that. Yeah. Patience, it's marketing, it's advertising, it's journalism. So, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna continue on. So uh, yeah. this is another topic. Um, it's about balancing yourself with your studies and your sports. Now, as we take journalism, and I think in every MESCOM field, um, the assignments are it's basically sometimes you don't even have exams. You only have like one paper, one subject for final exam. Yeah. So assignments are crazy. So how do you, someone who's, who represents nature and have played at various levels, various competitions, how do you, how do you balance yourself? I personally, for me, um uh, when uh, when I was doing my diploma in uh, University Slango, uh, diploma in mass communication, I was actually in the national youth team because um, I was in the team from the age of seventeen until twenty one. Mm. So, and at the time, I was actually taking the same amount of subjects that a normal student would take compared to my other student athletes friends because uh. they would take probably like about two or three a semester but I was taking like about six subjects in a semester and I had a lot of planning to do like I had to plan my schedule like every day I had to go to gym I had to go to training so I think it's also the time management that I had for myself like uh, whenever I have extra time that's when I would do my assignments and so it's always just like, okay, I have a little time from this, uh, from probably 10 to 11. So I would probably just sit somewhere and, and do some of my assignments and then go to class, go to lunch, and then go to class again, and then go to training. So, and I feel that there were a lot of sacrifices that I had to make. I had to, 
I didn't really have time to hang out with my friends, mm. you know, um, or family time because we were just so busy training and in tournaments. And I also feel like um, the discipline that I had was what made it possible for me to balance both education and sports. Because I, I feel like if I didn't have the discipline that I had, I don't think I would have been able to just I mean, do both. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because, uh, you know, there was this study uh, that I read. It was also a UITM study. It says that, you know, when you get yourself involved in sports, your student performance in your education is academic performance increases. And your character-wise, you know, you become more disciplined. You become, you know how to manage your time well. So did that, do you think that, you know, you balancing sports and studies it's going to carry forward throughout your entire life this is like a lesson is it, do you think so like for me i think it is oh yeah oh yeah definitely i think um having all those qualities like planning time management sa- the sacrifices that you have to make and the discipline has definitely 100% mm. um helped you. me get through yeah. journalism yeah cuz um cuz you know you're also uh, a journalism student like me yeah. and our assignments and our work that we do is all like time basis and so, you know so we need to have discipline with our work I, I don't know it's, it just really does help me as a person and I feel that if I didn't have those qualities like if I didn't learn how to manage my time I don't think I'll be able to do quite well in journalism yeah. Because it's not easy. Like, I feel like a lot of people think that journalism is easy. Like, another stigma, journalism yeah. is, you know. Journalism is all about really reading not. and writing. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. Uh, no, it's not. It's completely not. But, yeah, yeah I feel that um, in the future, I, I would probably thank myself for having um, to go through that, you know, balancing studies and... Um, sports because yeah. I think it's going to really help me a lot in the future. Yeah. Yeah. And all those stress, there's always like a blessing in disguise in a, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's very true. I so, would agree to that. You know, um, when I was, uh, when I had assignments and, and, you know, I had to balance my, my football trainings and etc. there were occasions when I felt to myself, and I feel like, you know what, I should give up one or the other. And obviously, obviously, I, I play at like very, very low level football. So obviously, I had to prioritize my studies. So, and there were very uh, occasions where I gave up my football for one semester. You know, I had, to, I had to give up my football because I really have to focus on my studies. But for you, because the, 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 the demand, I suppose, or the pressure is higher because you have to represent Malaysia. And I guess saying no would be a very difficult thing. So have yeah. you... Have you mm-hmm. ever like had a moment in your life where you said, you know, I have to give up one or the other, you know, or maybe extend your semesters uh, and focus on Oh, yeah, I did. I actually had to extend one semester mm-hmm. um, during my diploma because we had a major game, Sukma, which mm-hmm. was in Sarawak. And it was, it was devastating to me because I've always, um, I've always told myself that I want to finish university the same way everyone else does. Like I don't want to, I don't want to feel that um, me being an athlete is going to be a problem for my education because that's always been something that I tell myself every day. Like 
I don't want that to be an excuse. And I don't want to feel that I have to choose one or the other. But realistically, there were moments where um, I have dealt with a lot of pressure with doing both like at a really good level. Mm. And there were moments where I felt like I don't think I could go on. But mm. I just somehow was able to continue every year. I don't really know how, but I think um, it's because I just love doing both. Like, I don't feel the need to stop one, you know? I felt like there should be, like, possibilities for student athletes to be able to do both. So, yeah, I think, I, yeah, think, yeah. I, I think that should be encouraged in a lot of the youth athletes because I feel like a lot of them quit studies mm. because they feel like, they can't do both and it shouldn't be the case, you know? Like you mentioned to me uh, one, day, one time, you mentioned that, you know, sports, careers in sports are very short and everyone knows that, you know, you only have the time limit of your career in sports, very limited. So, yeah, studies, it's, it's, you may never know what happens in your sports career. You don't have injuries and stuff. So, yeah. in education and so background, it's a, it's a good net to fall, for, fall on, you know? So it's like a safety net. But yeah, like you said, you know, you persevered, you pushed through. That's the qualities you get when you have gone through experiences of balancing both, you know, uh, being disciplined, just, it's going to carry you forward, definitely. When you want to multitask a lot of things, it's going gonna, it's gonna to definitely carry you forward. So all the listeners out there, yeah, true. Very true. try and balance your sports and your studies and I think it's going to benefit you a lot. Yeah, it's not impossible. It's, it's actually very possible if you, yeah. you know, try and not give up. So I'm, we actually have a special guest coming yeah, up to talk about the topic. But, a very special. Um, she is, yeah, she a very special guest. Um, she <laughs> is one of my juniors. Yeah. Um, her name is Jillian Lim. So yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit with her on the topic. So uh, right now we have Jillian Lim, uh, a Malaysian bowler, who's with us today to talk about our topic on how to balance on the balancing of sports and um, studies as well. So welcome to the podcast, Jillian. It's good to have you. Welcome, Jillian. Okay, so okay, Jillian, can you yeah introduce a little bit about yourself? Yeah. Okay, my name is Jillian. I'm. 21 this year so so far this is my third year in my national in the national team mm. so my best achievement so far i guess it's the one in us the world youth we got bronze in the team event yeah and last year asian youth that i won two golds and one silver so i guess so far that's my best achievement in official tournaments so like I I read I read I I searched you up, <laughs> did my research. Uh, you, there was this one uh, the World Youth Championship. So can you give us any updates? The ones that's gonna it was supposed to be this year this September, and then because of COVID, you know they had to take it next next year. And next year since you'll be turning twenty two, you're not eligible to play. So and then uh, the the bowling congress Malaysian bowling congress they wanted to. Uh, allow you to play because of the COVID. So, any updates on that? Yeah. Mm, so far, 
I really hope that the tournament is not cancelled mm. like the one next year. I hope it's just postponed because yes. it will be my last year in my youth team. So if it's postponed, I'm still able to play. But it's cancelled. If it's cancelled, then be disappointed yeah. because it will be my last year for my world youth. So actually, I was quite looking forward to that tournament this year, but then COVID happened. Yeah, and it disappoints me. It's not. It's not like any of your any of your team's fault because of the postponement. So that's kind of a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, um, on, unexpected. So. Yep. So on the side of uh, the, your studies, you are uh, studying MassCom, mass communication, is it? Yes. Uh, which university? Can you tell us a little bit about your university studies? So I started my diploma last year in January in Sunway College. But last year, I only studied for one semester. Then I had to defer because of tournaments and stuff. Mm. So I didn't get to finish one semester last last year. And for this year, because of COVID, my best achievement, I guess, was to not defer any <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But so far, um, how is it like for you to... Um, you know, decide to choose mass communications because I know you're in, you're doing your diploma in communications, right? So, so far, how has it been yeah. for you? I actually enjoyed this course, even though like people told me like communication don't suit me because I'm a little quiet and <laughs> introvert. But for me, why I don't choose sports science is because I don't like biology and I had I have short-term memory in memorizing stuff, so I'm not into those biology stuff. So that's the whole reason why mm-hmm. I took communication. And if you ask me why not business or accounting, because I don't like maths. I see, I see, yeah. So we can all relate. Right. Well, we definitely all three can relate. Yeah, like that's definitely, yeah. That's definitely a stigma you know, people have on MESCOM. You have to be extrovert to become to go into MESCOM. I don't think that's true. You know, anyone can go into MESCOM. Um, yeah. But yeah, on that, uh, we're going to discuss on how you balance yourself between your studies and your sports. So, like you said, you, know, you had you have to had to defer because of your pressure of you know competing in national level. So when the time when you had to you know also balance with your studies, how would you man- How did you manage to do that? Uh, so far, every semester, I usually have around six to seven subjects, but I had to drop uh-huh. some subjects because in some way, the timetable is fixed, so I can't really choose like what time I want for which subject. So I just have to choose the subjects that doesn't clash with my training. So I only get to take about three to four subjects only. It's not easy to... Like mm-hmm. for me, I get stressed by just fixing my schedule because sometimes, like, I yeah. only can take like two subjects, so it's very hard. Yeah, to ease the burden. Yeah. And then in university, when you try to tell them about your bowling, they doesn't support you in your sports. They they tell me like, oh, you're a full time full time student. You should focus more on your studies. And when you go to MTBC then they will say, you should focus on your bowling. You should choose uh, which one you want. So it's, it's quite hard to balance. It's a d- dilemma. Ah. Yeah. It's a huge dilemma. It really is. Yeah. Experienced it before. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, Kina. I think, 
Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that also relates to the the stigma lah, basically that we talked about earlier, right, Fami? Mm-hmm. It's like whenever you, uh, whenever you're in university, when you say you're an athlete, they tend to be like, oh, you shouldn't focus so much on sports, and it, it it's going to be the same with sports. So yes, true. Um, yeah, so far, like um. Um, we've seen and we've talked about it earlier like a lot of student athletes would choose to study sports related courses and um, and you don't really get to find student athletes who actually take uh, media related courses it's very rare so um, from your opinion what do you think um, the stigma is between student athletes and how they choose you know the courses personally for you I think it depends on the person like me, as an athlete, I choose communication. It's because like you get to travel a lot when you go to tournaments, right? So you get to interact more with different kinds of people. So you meet different people. So it doesn't really have to be like I have to study sports science because I'm taking ball because I'm doing sports like that. Are there are there many yeah, uh, other people like, other than Kina that you've met who take masscom in the national team? Yeah, uh, I actually had two friends now who is mm-hmm. studying MassCom too. Yeah. Dini and Adini, you know, right? Adini. Yeah, which is honestly very surprising for me because I, like I, like I mentioned, it's so it's so hard to find student athletes who actually uh, want to take mass communication because it's just something so rare. And when I heard. Um, uh, one of the other athletes like Dini and uh, and Adini taking mass communication. I was so proud. I was I was like, finally, my juniors are taking yeah, mass like, communication. All my seniors <laughs> are taking sports science, so uh, not much communications student here. Have you ever like uh, received? Like, yeah, it's negative. really interesting. Sorry. Uh, have you ever received a negative perception on you know whenever you say that oh I'm Jillian I study mascom and and people have you ever received a negative perception on that because you take sports so far I haven't received any negative side of me taking communication like mm. people around my circle they just supports me what I do especially okay. my parents they're yeah. okay with what I'm taking yeah. We read that your family, uh, you have a bowling family. Your father and your brothers are also... Yeah. Yeah. Bowlers. Yeah. So, um, what's, what are your future plans after finishing your diploma? What do you, what do you plan on doing? I finished my diploma. Probably I will take my degree in communication too. But maybe I plan to take it slowly, like not trying to rush myself to finish it. Right, because um, and because I want to go further in my bowling also. Yeah. Uh, so I try to take my degree slowly. Yeah, to everyone who's listening, Jillian is personally to me a rising star in the bowling world. Because I, I never got a chance to be in the same team as her. I wish I, I did. I wish I stayed longer. But um, if you guys don't know, Jillian has won really, really... Um, she, I mean, she's had amazing achievements so far. And yeah, I think it's it's quite difficult because 
um, we want to do both. You know, I, I mentioned to Fami, it's like it's something that we shouldn't be, we shouldn't choose between one another. Macam, I don't think that we should just choose education over sports. I think we're we're supposed to be able to do both. So it's really good to uh, to know that you're looking forward. You know, because uh, it doesn't really, you don't really need to rush it, education, um, you know. And it's good to hear that, that you want to continue, especially in communication, because, you know, there's a lot of uh, branches that you can go into. You have PR, you have journalism. I'm actually into you broadcasting. Have, um, broadcasting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Because I used, when I was younger, I used to imitate yeah. people's voices. Oh, cool. So maybe you can do a podcast and stuff. Yeah. 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 Broadcast journalism is also a thing. So maybe yeah. we can venture into that. So how how and many what else years, do we want to have? How many more years do you do you, do you have uh, in your studies until you finish your diploma? Actually I'm supposed to finish end of this year. But because I took less subject every semester, so I guess probably about another a one and a half year to go. All right. Don't rush yourself. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yourself. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure at all. Focus on your bowling and your studies and balance it. Yeah. That's good. So, oh, one more question. I mean, uh, this is just uh, a random question. Have you ever, like, whenever you, you know, you, you had, as you said, you felt the pressure of, or the stress of trying to fix your schedules and stuff. Have you ever had a moment in your your time as a bowler and also a student where you wanted to give up one over the other have you ever had that moment yes all the time all the time <laughs> i always had this question should i give up on doing something i really love or mm. to give up something that might hold my future yeah like normally if they said oh you're just an spm holder you can't go far yeah so i always i always have this I love or to not do something that I like but can hold my future, something like that. Yeah. Like me and Kistina said, you know, uh, sports career, it's, 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 it's very unpredictable. Sometimes you have injuries. Yeah, you can't, they said you can't really go far in sports. Mm. But then if you got, you're good and then you keep winning, at least you got some side incomes. Yeah, yeah true. And to, to, to the listeners, um, you guys should definitely, I don't know, check out bo- the bowling side of sports because the prize money for bowling tournaments is pretty pretty Expensive. huge compared yeah. to other tournaments. Right, Julian? Yes. I mean, it, it's an Our expensive equipment sport. is already expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's an expensive sport, but the reward that we get when we win tournaments is... Really Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Agree. That one I agree. <laughs> so are you tra- yeah. are you currently training for any upcoming competitions? By the so end. So far of- this year, no tournaments at the moment, mm. but we might have a roll off like between our team. Mm. Just a normal roll off that we used to, we used to have earlier, like a monthly roll off. Mm-hmm. Tournament so far this year, all it's cancelled. Yeah, it's a yeah. unfortunate thing. Yeah, we really hope that you can enter the competition, the World Youth Championship next year in Peru. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I'm rooting for you, Julian. 
I really hope that um, they will, you know, consider the pandemic so that they just bring forward but mm. still maintain, like, um, whoever is 21 years old this year, um, maybe just for next year, it will be under 22. Because yeah. you yeah, have to I hope for that too. pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic is really, it's not getting everything. The, the, yeah. yeah. All right. I guess that's it. We are going yeah, I guess that's it. Thank you very much, Julian, for joining okay, us. Okay, thank you. For all the listeners out there, if you have missed on the podcast today, you can always find this episode on Sasan's website, which we will be linking it down at the description. And also on our Instagram at Colloquium42, which will be aired on our IGTV. Yes, so... Do check them out for other content as well while you are there. And I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast and I hope you got some light to those listeners who want to venture into mass communication and also become an athlete. So thank you very much for listening. Stay safe. Stay at home. Stay Bye-bye. safe, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Terima kasih kerana mendengar podcast kami. Tune me again in next episode. Jumpa lagi di episod akan datang. 